Talk of the Town with topics that matter. Here's Lisa Kay. We're back on Talk of the Town Transportation once again. I get to visit with Sean, the Associate Director of Transportation and Planning Services with the City of Mankato, uh, twice in a month now. We're making it a regular thing. Absolutely. I'm glad I could be back. I'm glad you're back. And today I'm going to pick your brain all about the airport, which uh, there's a lot coming up with the Mankato Regional Airport um, and things that I don't know, that I need to know all of the things. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the economic driver that the airport really is for Mm -hmm. our region. It's a regional airport. It is, you said, a non-commercial Correct, non-commercial. What's the difference? So think about it as passenger services. Like you would go to the Minneapolis airport for passenger services. That's not provided here. Okay, so I can't go there and go, hey, I want to go to Duluth for the day. Or buy a ticket. No. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. No. So what kind of business happens at the Mankato Regional Airport then if it's not if it's a non-commercial? I know that there is a flight school there. That mm-hmm. MSU operates the, is it MSU operates the flight school or yep. the Minnesota State University Mankato has a 4-year bachelor's program that you can learn to be a commercial pilot if you wish to go that far okay. and receive your 4-year degree. Yep. So that's awesome that that's, that's just place. one thing. Though. That's just one and, thing. And the, the Mankato right. Regional Airport is owned and operated by the city of Mankato, which I guess I didn't even realize. Yeah. So the, you know, when you think about it, the city of Mankato does own the airport, the Mankato Regional Airport. And Minnesota has 133 of these type of regional airports throughout the state. And they contribute $18.2 billion to the economy. Mm. And so when you think about how is that possible, well, let's take a look at some of the activities that are taking place on the airport. Right. Right. We talked a little bit about the educational services with the Minnesota State University Mankato and their four-year program in aviation management. But there's also uh, inspection of oil and gas pipeline. We've got two companies out there who are doing those inspection activities for the Department of Transportation. We've got agricultural spraying taking place, helping with weed control. Uh, and um, keeping the pests from our crops. We also have uh, aerobatic instructors out there performing aerobatic maneuvers. Uh, We have our fixed base operator, which is helping for all the airports, I'm sorry, all of the airplanes that come in. They need servicing. They need fuel. They may need maintenance. They may need to be hangered overnight. Sure. And so North Star Aviation provides that service for the city of Mankato. But we also have the medical tenants of Mayo Health System as well. Mayo One Helicopter is housed out there in their hangar. Uh, They do search and rescue, patient transfer. And think about moving doctors with unique specialties Mm -hmm. throughout the country or throughout the region to be able to get them to care for their patients. That activity is also taking place out there. In addition to those who are private pilots and fly for pleasure. Okay, wow. So there, and there's a lot of businesses that run in and out as well. You you had mentioned um, off air about some yep. of the businesses that use the airport uh, just to come in and out. Sure. Think about the Walmart Distribution Center and the meetings that may need to take place. Key of Mankato, Taylor Corporation, Menards, Best Buy, Tony Down Foods, Hy-Vee, all of those larger corporations. Uh, we offer a landing spot for their uh, corporate leadership. Hmm. And how many, how many, do they call them vehicles? I mean, airplanes? airplanes. Or air, yeah. How many are housed at, at Mankato, like their home base? Right now okay. we have home base 105. 
105. And we say home-based, which means they are here for more than six months out of the year. Okay. Right. It doesn't mean that they live here. but I mean, some of us, the only time, like myself, the only time I would go to the Mankato Regional Airport is like we go, we've gone yearly for the, the fly and drive and breakfast, things oh, like yeah, that for the awesome. experimental aircraft association yep. and yeah. all of that. But they raise money for, of course, scholarships and things like that. Yep. But that's when you see people come in from all over the place. Sure. And the Civil Air Patrol has a chapter out there as well. Okay. So we're providing leadership opportunities for our youth. So all of this happens, and it, it helps the economy locally mm-hmm. by bringing and maintaining business that comes in and out. Right, the entire region, yeah. Of our region. Yeah. Um, but I think something that's interesting that um, you were telling me before we started talking today was uh, with all these activities that are taking place, uh, this all happens Without an air control tower, we don't have a tower at this airport. So how, uh, like, what does a tower do? I know you were in aviation before. Like, what does a tower do, and why don't we have one? And why are we so busy without one? Like, so the <laughs> FAA determines whether or not they will support you with a tower. Okay. And Mankato and the Mankato City Council identified that this was something that was needed, and so we applied to the FAA to, and were accepted to build a control tower. And one of the main reasons was we're the second busiest airport in the state of Minnesota for takeoffs and landings. So every time um, a student from Minnesota State University, Mankato, comes in and does a practice takeoff and landing, mm-hmm. add all of those up over the period of a day or a year, and we're the large, second largest airport. Oh, so my then, goodness. Other than Minneapolis-St. Paul. Wow. See, that's something, number two. that's something that we wouldn't realize, right? Right. Right, you you may realize the the traffic that you've seen visually, but mm-hmm. the the uh, school itself is operating with a significant span of hours now into the evenings because you have to training at night is different than training during the day. Oh, sure, and you have to have and both. To be a pilot, you have to be proficient at both. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the FAA said, "Yeah, you can build a tower." How they does did. this? How does this happen? And what's like? We're looking at a tower now. <laughs> Like, we are. Yep. How do they operate beforehand before we get to that? How, so, how does that happen? So a control tower, when you think about what's taking place now, is every pilot that comes in is making an announcement, and it's considered a safety announcement. Mm-hmm. Basically, it says, hey, you, this is me, and I'm coming in this way. Okay. And then everyone who is flying in the area then acknowledges that. Okay. Not Not verbally by responding, but they now know don't go there. Don't go there or pay attention because there's another aircraft in the same airspace. Okay. And and being able to predict what you're going to do is what keeps everyone safe. When you have an air traffic control tower, you have, think of it as a director directing aircraft. Mm. And so now you call and have a conversation with the director who helps orchestrate all of the aviation activity in the area, what's on the air and what's on the airport. As well, so any movement taking place on the airport as you're ground taxing down a taxiway, that's also controlled by the tower. I've heard that's a very stressful job to be an air traffic controller and just make sure that people it's, aren't, you know. I mean, it's a great skill and a great talent, right? Those that do it do it very well. And so we're going to have that now. We will. Yep. In, and, and when when are we looking at building said tower? And what is this so going to take? It will be operational April of 2027. It's a longer process, but it right. doesn't happen overnight. Well, right. right. It, it is, starts I, I, with planning. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now. And that's why we're uh, doing some engagement events for 
sharing all of the activity that's taking place. Uh, and we're in this, they call it the sighting process, which is where do you put the tower? And that's the interesting question. And it depends. Yeah, where, it how depends, do you decide? Right? There's about 10 different pieces of criteria. Um, you know, first and foremost, you have to be able to see with an unobstructed <laughs> view, right? <laughs> so we have good. to get that high. And then we have to make sure that, you know, we're taking into consideration the solar glare or the moon glare or night illumination, uh, the angle of viewing. The, the controller has to be able to identify everything that's on the airport at the time. So all of those factors come into consideration as well as the economic factor of it costs to go high. Right, right. right. So How you only want to go as, as high as you must. Yeah. You don't want to go any higher than that. How high do we need to have it here? Do we know that yet or is that still something that's in We play? don't. We're still looking at it. Okay. And it's fascinating because the FAA is going to help us with that determination and they're going to build a virtual model so that they wow. can imagine they're standing in the control tower and viewing the entire area. And that model is going to help us determine where the tower gets placed. Think of the technology changes that that has. I mean, even like 50 years ago, Absolutely. building an air traffic control tower somewhere. They're not all carbon copies of each other because everything is situated differently in right. different air and different airports. Yep. Absolutely. Huh. Though they are uniquely the same and mm-hmm. that I just recently found out the FAA launched a international competition in 2021 to design the control tower. That's going here. That may go here. May it'll go be, here. it'll be used as a model. Okay. Right. They does, they did a competition for regional uh, and municipal airports to be able to have a design that was flexible enough to work over a, a, a number of airports, but also have the environmental sustainability as well. Wow. And so they just announced last month that design. A firm out of New York won the competition, and uh, we're looking and we want to share that design with folks and so how they can visualize what that tower will look like once it's done in 2027. Well, and you had mentioned that um, completing this tower uh, even though it's going to cost something with mm-hmm. money from the FAA and the city mm-hmm. putting the money in to build and the, the state as well and the state for the, for the control tower, but we're really in a in a spot where we can economically grow from this too. Absolutely, regionally, not just the city of Mankato, yeah. but regionally. Yeah, yeah. the uh, a report that was done in 2019 indicated that close to 8,000 visitors a year come through the airport. Oh, and yeah, and that was a That's few years a ago. And right? that was a few years ago, yeah. And it affects area employment of uh, over 200 people. Um, so there's quite a bit of activity to be had mm-hmm. and to have as we grow. Right. And that's something we're looking forward to is growing. So do you suppose that once this is all complete in 2027, if I can fast forward, then that'll be the more jobs coming in? Yeah, because it'll have to be staffed. Mm-hmm. It'll be a contract tower, so they will not be FAA employees. It'll be contractors. Okay. Um, and then who knows what opportunities uh, outside companies or people or individual businesses will will see because we have a control tower now. What's the most important thing that you can get from us as citizens of Mankato as far as input? What kind of What kind of things are you looking for? You know, we're as we plan, the FAA asks us to plan out to 2040. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, that's a okay. Long last ways. time we were talking about five-year strategic right. plan. Now we're no, going this one's out to 2040 <laughs> when you talk aviation. Okay, and and just making sure that the we that don't the even commu- know we might be like totally in something else, not the airplanes anymore. By then, right? right? It's yeah. Jetsons. <laughs> but making sure that we bring our community with us. Okay. As we make those plans, and making sure that we're hearing from them as well, and what what do you want to see? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we do maintain a standard at the airport of the standard of commercial passenger service. Okay. That's the standard that we design and maintain our equipment and our, our um, airport itself. Okay. So if a, a company should decide to provide commercial, commercial transportation service for passengers, we're ready. You're ready for it. Yep. It's not that we're doing it right now, but in the future it's possible. Yes. Like, we're maintaining that standard. Mm-hmm. So everything we do, if it gets an upgrade, that's the level it gets upgraded to. Hmm. Yep. Just to make sure that those opportunities exist. Right, right. Um, and so I know that June 1st, you had mentioned that there is an event that's coming up. Yeah. That um, is, at, is it being held at the airport? It is. It's at the airport at 3030 North Airport Road on June the 1st. It'll start about 330. And just an opportunity to share with the community this new information about the control tower design, uh, an opportunity to help us design our website. The city's website is being redone. Oh, okay. Some fresh photos, some fresh content. And, you know, we're not the ones that should be determining what content goes on there. So help us out. What do you want to see on the website? Mm-hmm. Do you want to see the rate of leasing in case you want to lease? Do you want to see you know, how much fuel we sold, like in 2019, where we sold close to 350,000 gallons of aviation oh, fuel. Wow. So there's a lot of input that we would like from the community just to help us make sure we're doing this right. Right. Yep. And a good chance to just come out and learn a little bit more like Absolutely. we're doing here today. But because because it is kind of off-site. Yeah. You don't often come out to the airport. My once a year. Yeah. yeah, and you know, in in the past few years, the city has remodeled the terminal. Uh, it looks fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous, uh, and it's just a great opportunity to come on out, see some jets, see a little bit of airplane activity. It's always fun. Yeah, you kids. know, and you don't really think about um, when we're here on the ground. I'm I'm sure you do because you're from the aviation community, uh, but I, I don't really think about tra- when I think city transportation. I'm not thinking airplanes. I'm not thinking. <laughs> So yeah. thanks for coming out and sharing sure. all of that information. Because and the city does not own an airplane. The city I just does need not. to clarify that. No. We do not own airplanes or helicopters. No. But, but we provide. But you could fly one. I if, could if we had one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we do provide a regional airport for our regional area, and we're happy to do that. Well, that's great. Uh, and I like that we're positioned to grow economically here in the region, too. It's only good uh, for us here in our city. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Where do we get more information about this? Is the city going to be putting out some invites or are we going to be hearing anything else about it? Yep. Pay attention to city news. Uh, we'll also make sure it's announced in the Mankato Free Press uh, and make sure we're getting the word out and just, you know, being able to talk with you is helpful as well. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We certainly will direct people that way and we will share anything that the city gives us. Uh, in our news department as well. Uh, Sean is the Associate Director of Transportation Planning Services with the City of Mankato, talking about the Mankato Regional Airport and a new control tower coming to Mankato in 2027. Uh, Thank you so much for all the info. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. Thank you.